loves, welcome to your new favorite podcast and safe space, High Frequency, hosted by your new favorite, High Frequency. Yes, I named my podcast after myself because I struggled to think of a name for like three weeks and a bitch got tired. So this first episode is basically just an informational, me sharing about myself and my inspiration for the show. Um, I'm going to do a little Q&A at the end, so people ask me questions on Instagram. If you want my social media handle, it's H-triple-I-G-H frequency. And at any point, if you have any questions, you want to know about anything, you are more than welcome to slide in my DMs. But the second you try to fuck, I'm going to stop responding, just putting that out there. So I wanted to share my vision for the podcast. Um, This podcast is about sex and relationships and a little bit about current events. But if I'm being completely honest, the current events is just shit I see on Twitter and I just want to talk shit. So (laughs) we're going to be talking about that. And um, this is a safe space for curious minds as well as people, no matter how you identify, this is a safe space for you. So if you feel like at any point you can't honor the safe space, like I always say, please get the fuck out. So anyways, back to me trying to be respectful. Um, I do have a psych background. I recently just graduated from, I'm not gonna share where I just graduated from because I don't want niggas to be able to track me. But um, I do have a psych background. I've always been super interested in the human mind and how it works and how our experiences can affect our decisions that we make, how we operate in the world, the whole nine. So that will be my approach to talking about sex and relationships. Um, one of my friends told me, he was like, I could tell you like talking about sex more than you actually like having it. And I'm like, mm, low key, cause I don't know, this is just mad fascinating. Like things that you wouldn't even think could affect um, your sex life or your relationships completely affect it. And it's always the shit you wouldn't think um, affects it, always affects it. So. Um, like I said, this is a safe space for curious minds. I would love for you to like leave this conversation feeling like you really reflected and you questioned yourself, but you had a lot of fun. So whatever we're talking about that day, maybe we're talking about polyamory. You'll get, you guys will soon find out I'm like a huge advocate for polyamory and it's not even intentional, but whatever. Um, <laughs> maybe you hear me talking about polyamory and you're like, hmm, okay, maybe that does apply to me. Maybe that's something I wanna try. That's like, oh my God, that would be amazing if that's the end result of the episode. I just want to open up dialogue and help people really start reflecting and seeing what applies to them or might not apply to them because I know what it's like to be trying to figure yourself out and you're like, shit, I'm doing this all by myself and I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing in this world. But then I talk to my friends and it's like, after like five months of like keeping all of my trauma to myself, (laughs) I talk to my friends and they're like, oh my God, bitch, I've been going through that too. Like, what the hell? And it's like, wow. We really could have really been like healing together and having awesome conversations, but instead we suffered in silence. And that is not, it's not healthy. And I don't want to see us carrying on in that way as a society, just completely ignoring our mental health and our happiness. So I hope that this podcast can contribute to that and that you guys can really reflect and be the best versions of yourself and just start living in your truth. So I figured I should explain why having a safe space is so important to me. I probably said safe space like five times already. (laughs) But um, a safe space is so important to me because I have had a lot of shitty experiences like I'm sure a lot of us have. And during all those experiences, what I wanted was somebody to talk to and really just give me some advice and some guidance or just open up the conversation so we could talk about how shitty the experience is, you know? Um, But I didn't have that. A lot of the things I went through a lot of the issues I had, I suffered in silence, which led to two huge depressive episodes in my life. Um, I have suffered with depression and anxiety, and I'm definitely gonna talk about that in an episode, how that has affected 
my dating life um, and my sex life, well, when I was depressed, a bitch was having no sex because how can you have sex when you're constantly crying? Yeah. <laughs> if you can't tell by now, I have a really dark humor. I feel like that's my coping mechanism. Like I just need to laugh through shit or else a bitch will start crying. So mental health is super important to me. I feel like my life's purpose or a part of it because I have a lot of different passions, but one of them is being a mental health advocate. I oh my God, I've seen what happens when you ignore your well-being, your physical well-being, your mental well-being, and it's honestly just a shit show. So I want to raise conversations and I want us to start really tending to our mental health. I want to share resources that I learned while I was in school, um, resources that my own therapist has shared with me. Yes, I go to therapy. I've been in therapy for like a year. Um, it's super helpful. I'm at the point now where I'm just doing check-in um, sessions, but that's a good thing because that means that I'm growing and um, therapy has been a very emotional and confusing experience, but I've experienced so much growth. So if you can't afford a therapist, definitely reach out to me, like I said, on my social media, slide in my DMs, I'll send you some links to some support groups that are free, yes, free, because that's really what's stopping a lot of us. Um, and yeah, if you need any of those resources, definitely reach out to me. I would love to share those. But um, mental health aside, I figured, well, not mental health aside, because if we're being realistic, I'm never going to stop talking about it. <laughs> but um, a lot of things have um, affected my mental health history. So for example, having a super traumatic childhood or being in an abusive relationship, like those things have really unfortunately shaped me into the person that I am. But in a weird way, I would never wish that I hadn't experienced them because each experience taught me something completely, like something that was just a complete mindfuck, but like invaluable. And I understand not everybody might feel the way, but I guess that's also another way that I just cope with things. I have to find the positive in the experience and although it sucked, it's like, okay, well now I know how to operate in these situations better. And um, so yeah, so that's the passion behind this, um, this podcast about sex and relationships. There's a whole lot more about me and my sex life, my relationship life that I'll definitely get into in the other episodes, but I just don't want to give too much of myself just yet. I want to keep y'all like wanting more. You feel me? Facts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot of different experiences I've had. For example, um, I am a queer woman. I am primarily interested in women. Um, if we're going according to labels, I am pansexual, but yes, I'm one of those people that hates fucking labels, but I will list all labels that apply to me on site if you ask. <laughs> I just hate them because they're very limiting and I'm a multifaceted human being, you know? I don't have to have just one label that applies to me. So that's why I hate labels. But anyways, that's not what the fuck we were talking about anyways. Um, I've had a lot of experiences that have shaped me into the person I am today. And during those experiences, for example, like being a queer woman, I realized that there's not a lot of conversation going on around us about the really important things. Or maybe I just haven't done good enough research to find it. But when I was going through shit, a bitch felt like she was alone. Um, so I want to raise conversation that way when you are experiencing those things, you have somewhere to go. You have something to tune into when you're going through that shit to say, okay, I'm not the only person that's experiencing this. I can experience this with someone else who's on air and has found someone else that's also experiencing this and then we can all heal together. I think that'd be fucking amazing. So although this is a safe space, it's for people that are willing to learn, curious minds. Um, essentially, like if you're just open-minded, this is the place for you. If you have questions about, um, 
transgender, um, transgender individuals or their lifestyle, or if you have a question about weird kinks that you, I don't know, you found a random porn category and you're like, oh my God, Gab, can we please talk about this? Oh, I just said my real name. <laughs> my name is Gab, but I'm trying to go by high frequency. But um, yeah, I, I want you to have some place to go. So this is your safe space. Welcome to your safe space. Um, I do understand that we all have problematic pasts and sometimes we say things that are problematic, but that's okay. It's not okay to intentionally offend someone, but if you say something that is offensive, this is the environment where we can call each other out on that and say, yo, bro, I don't know if you just realized what you just said, but can we unpack that because that was high key fucked up. And then we can talk about it and we can feel comfortable because we know that this is a place where we all want to grow together. We all want to heal together. This isn't like a malicious environment where you feel like you got to look over your shoulder and like make sure someone's not outing you. Like, no, this is an environment where you're comfortable and you're safe. So welcome. Um, but if you are not willing to honor that safe space, please get the fuck out. I don't got no time for that shit. I feel like I'm so open and... Sometimes it's hard for me to not understand why other people aren't so open, because why wouldn't you just want to love everyone? But I understand that that's not everyone's mindset. Um, if you feel like, oh my God, I might be a homophobe and I'm just realizing this now, how, what can I do to change? What can I do to approach these situations better when I do come across someone who isn't straight? Well, this is the place where you can come to find out the answer to that question. So I think that's a perfect segue into homophobia and something that's really, ooh, I take this so seriously. Like, I start to get mad talking about this sometimes because a lot of y'all are homophobes and you're trying to act like you're not, but you are, and a bitch is about to call you out with love because I mean this with love, but this is what happens. This is what you do when you love somebody. You call them the fuck out on their nonsense. So a lot of people don't like the word homophobe because it automatically makes them look like the bad guy. But taking that bias away, if we look at the definition of homophobia, which, yes, a bitch went to the dictionary, Merriam-Webster, look that shit up because I want receipts. Nobody gonna try to play me right now. <laughs> homophobia is a hatred, fear, contempt, discrimination, or an aversion to. Aversion to. Aversion means you really just not fucking with that shit or like it excites something like negative within you. So I hear people making comments like, oh, it makes me like feel disgusting when I see like gay men kissing. Like, why would you do that? That's not like, that's not appropriate. Like, why would you do that in front of my kids type shit? But then they'll turn around and say they're not homophobic. Like, no, that's an aversion towards. And that's also just like disgust. Like if you feel like that about someone, you're phobic towards that. And that's problematic as fuck. And people feel like you making those comments isn't the end of the world, but isn't the end of the world. However, you have to realize that for you it might just be a mindset, but for someone else who might be 10 times more volatile than you are, they'll hear your mindset and take that shit and run with it. And that's how ignorance spreads. So we really wanna be like, um, What's the word I'm looking for? If we really want to see each other grow and we really want to love each other and treat each other with respect, that's something you might have to acknowledge. You might be a homophobe. But if you are a homophobe, I am always here to talk about it and help you realize your problematicness and we can move forward. <laughs> okay, so while we're on the topic of homophobia, I wanted to discuss other forms of phobia. So one that just stood out in particular for me when I was thinking about this and writing my show notes was um, transphobia. I don't, oh, I don't, mm. talking about transphobia always 
if you think I'm like really passionate about homophobia, I feel really bad about how people treat trans folks because I just hear a lot of, I don't know if it's ignorance, people just don't want to learn or do better, but referring to um, transgender individuals as transvestites or using derogatory terms, like I don't know if people don't understand that those types of terms are derogatory, but we definitely need to evaluate the way we treat trans individuals, especially black Twitter, ugh. Like, I always see tweets like, what would you do if your son came home like this? Like, shit like that is just really transphobic, homophobic, it's gross, fix it, Jesus, please. So now that we've gotten that out the way and I've probably hurt someone's feelings, sorry, not really sorry, um, <laughs> I thought it would be a good idea to share tips for avoiding being problematic. Um, originally, I was gonna call this how to not be a homophobic cunt, but my cousin told me that that was too aggressive, so I decided to come up with a nicer name. Um, this is basically just rules for the safe space, um, ways to honor the safe space and make sure that everyone around you is comfortable, but that you are also comfortable. So the first is make sure that you're being open-minded to others' opinions. A lot of times when you, for example, if you hear so, that someone's a Trump supporter, and no, I'm not a Trump supporter, I will never be a Trump supporter ever. But sometimes, even if you don't want to, you just have to hear someone else's perspective. You don't know what you might learn from the person. Even though they're a Trump supporter, you might learn a snippet of something that was really cool and educational. And then you can tell them that their views are very hurtful and that they're the cause of like everything that's wrong with this country. But at least listen and hear that person out. Um, and that actually segues into my next point. Make sure that you're listening to understand and not to respond. When we hear people speak, we're constantly thinking of like, oh, what's my next response gonna be? Dub, dub. Stop trying to convince people that you're right and they're wrong, just listen. And then you share your opinion. This is not about being right or wrong, it's about being a loving individual. And whatever we have to do to get there, that's what we need to do. No need to get aggressive and arguing and like fighting to prove your point. It's just not effective. Let's have effective communication, love and appreciate each other, and understand that even though you might not respect someone, well, no. Even though you might not understand someone's perspective, they're still human at the end of the day. And that's how we're gonna communicate with each other. At the end of the day, we're all human. And lastly, actually, second to last, research and educate yourself. I'm not gonna say it's okay to be problematic, but if you're unknowingly being problematic, I understand that because a lot of issues um, that are present in this world, we don't know about them because we don't talk about them. So make sure that you're having, um, you're having conversation, you're researching, you're educating, you're picking people's brains, learn something new, because that's gonna help you not be problematic and that's going to help you shape your perspective where, wow, I'm here to learn and I wanna grow. And lastly, speak up for yourself, especially for my people of color, queer individuals, however you identify, stick up for yourself. If someone's treating you in a way that is transphobic, homophobic, whatever it is, xenophobic, which is having an intense fear of people from other cultures and not really respecting them, for example, what Donald Trump is doing with Mexicans, wow. Um, Stick up for yourself. Let people know how you want to be treated. Model how you want to be treated while also telling people if they fuck up because that's important. That's what sets the tone. Okay? Okay. So now that I'm done preaching, because <laughs> that was a lot, um, I thought that we could do a Q&A at the end. So like I said earlier, I put... Um, on my Instagram story, if you have any questions, anything you want to know during the first episode, 
write me and just let me know what your questions are. So a bitch, of course, I got like three questions because nobody follows me. <laughs> I'm hurt, clearly. But um, I got like four questions, so I figured I could answer them on air. I read them before, but I didn't think of my responses. So I don't know how this is going to go. Let's see. So the first question is just straight to the point. How do you let sexual partners know what turns you on and what are your turn-ons? LOL. Um, I've said this before, like on my dry runs that I've done on Instagram for this podcast. I have things that I like sexually that I feel like some people would probably find weird. Like, for example, I like to watch people have sex. So for me, what I usually do is like I'll have a conversation with you ahead of time. Well, my goal is to have a conversation with you ahead of time. So maybe we go out and we'd like go on an adventure or something and we have that conversation there. Or maybe we just go to the pool and have that conversation. But the goal is to have that conversation before so we're on the same page and that's before we have sex. However, sometimes liquor is involved and a bitch is having a good time and shit gets out of hand and you end up having that conversation after if you, can, if you guys decide you want to continue having sex. So that's usually how it plays out for me. Either I have that conversation ahead of time, let people know, like, yeah, this is what I'm into, but you got to play it real smooth. Like, y'all got to be, like, out to drinks or something, you know. I don't know. You got to set the vibe real nice. Maybe y'all smoking a little blunt, having a good time, you know. Then that's when you drop it because you got to make sure the vibe is right. You can't just bring up sex randomly because you will creep her the fuck out. I would be creeped out. I have been creeped out when people do that. Um, so yeah, that's how I let sexual partners know. I feel like I answered both of those. That's how I let sexual partners know what turns me on and what are my turn-ons. I like weird, kinky shit. I'm the type of person, I like to try everything once. If I don't like it, cool, I don't like it. But I like to try everything at least once. All right, so next person said, list the best qualities you have to bring to a relationship, both men and women. So like I said earlier, I'm pansexual. I don't think I explained what that was. So pansexual is an identity. It's um, when you are attracted to the connection that you have with someone instead of just what their genitalia states for you. So like, I'm not just attracted to you because you have a vagina. I'm attracted to the connection that we have and how the energy feels when we're around each other. That's what I'm looking for. Um, so what do you think... Oh, that's the next question. What's the best qualities you have to bring to a relationship? Um, I would say that I always try my best to have effective communication. So like, even if something makes me uncomfortable and I'm nervous to talk about it, I know that I need to talk about it because if not, it's going to fester for me and then I'm going to like start to resent the situation. So I definitely say effective communication. Um, and I like to try everything at least once and I feel like that's been well received. <laughs> Um, especially, like, sexually, like, who's, like, are you kidding me? Trying new things with a partner is, like, the most fun thing in the world. I love that shit. Um, but I don't, I don't think my, I don't think what I can bring to a relationship changes based off of the gender of the person. I think I go into the situations treating everyone the same. However, I don't know. I don't think, nah. It's the same thing for each gender, yeah. It's all the same to me. Like, we're all humans. I love everybody. If I want to fuck you, I want to fuck you. It's not. If I want to be in a relationship with you, I want to be in a relationship with you. Like, that has nothing to do with gender. Okay, what do you think are the benefits of being in a relationship? Mm. I think the biggest one for me is that relationships have taught me so much about myself. 
They've taught me about how I communicate, um, <clears throat> how I feel, like what my reaction is when someone wrongs me. Like I noticed that I was very immature at first in my communication. I was doing a lot of communicating, but it wasn't effective. I was overlooking red flags, like things like that. Allowing myself to be treated in a shitty way in an abusive relationship, like things like that. It really teaches you what you allow, like how you allow people to treat you. Like, wow, if I'm allowing this person to treat me this way, like shit, how have I been treating myself? I definitely say that's the biggest benefit of a relationship, like being able to see different sides of yourself that you sometimes just won't see if you're not really in a relationship. Um, what's another benefit of being in a relationship? Mm, I don't know if this is like on a superficial level. <clears throat> no, it's not a superficial level. I would say being like having someone to explore with. Like you have an automatic like adventure buddy. Like if I want to go to, if I want to go hiking and then like chill by the lake, I could just like, yo, let's do this together, bro. And then we could do that. I think that's so beautiful. And you get cuddles. Cuddles are fucking amazing. Who doesn't love cuddles? Okay, next question. Oh, the last question. What gives you the confidence to continue sharing yourself with others even if you've been hurt? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> I read this earlier and I like dodged trying to answer it in my brain because, oh boy. <clears throat> um, uh, what gives you the courage to do that? The confidence to do that? I would say, hmm wanting to grow and wanting to get yourself out of like that shitty place of like self-destruction where you're just constantly letting negative self-talk get to you. <clears throat> Ooh, I got like something in my throat. Um, letting negative self-talk get to you and you're just not exploring. So like for me, when I got out of a, an abusive situation, I was celibate for a year and a half and yeah, I was celibate for a year and a half because I knew that's what I needed to heal. So I would say you have to know yourself well enough to know what you need to do to heal. Or maybe in that moment you feel like you don't know yourself well enough. I definitely didn't feel like I knew myself well enough, which was why I was like, maybe I need to pull away from all external situations and try to get my mind right. Because if I was in this predicament, clearly something wasn't right in my mind. So... I would say making the effort to get to know yourself better, and I feel like along the way, you'll figure out how to be more vulnerable. Most definitely. Meditate. Meditation is huge. It just, I don't know, I feel like meditation just kind of brings everything in your mind together. Write, journal. <clears throat> Ew. I need to stop smoking backwards. God damn. Um, <laughs> write in your journal. Reflect. Um, and just love on yourself especially after a shitty relationship. You're going to need that, sis. You got to nurse yourself back to health. Um, so, yeah, that is this first episode. I feel like this went by really fast, but I had an awesome time. I love being behind the mic, and I love having these conversations. And thank you to everyone who wrote questions. I'm so thankful that you guys want to interact with me. And as always, if anyone wants to be a guest, you are more than welcome especially if you are a member of the LGBTQ plus community. I would love to hear your perspective on how your identity just has affected your functioning in this world and how others interact with you. I would love to hear issues that you face. That way we can become more aware and know how to better help individuals who are, I think the correct term is like marginalized groups or groups that have just been overlooked and treated like shit. So yeah. 
that is this week's episode. We talked about a lot. We talked about myself. So just a quick recap. My name is High Frequency. This is High Frequency, the podcast. Um, it's about sex and relationships and a little bit about current events. So we're going to throw in a little bit of like raunchy shit, some shit I see off Twitter, or maybe something I just caught um, that I thought was funny and I wanted to share. This is a safe space for curious minds and members of all identities. So... Well, listeners of all identities, not members. <laughs> um, this is your safe space. We're going to talk about a lot from mental health to celibacy to being a virgin when everyone around you is having sex or polyamory, kinky shit. All of that, we're going to cover it. So for the last time, I'm just going to say this because I want to reiterate this. This is a safe space. You are so welcome. Welcome to your safe space. But if you can't honor it, please get the fuck out. And on that note, I'm going to end this episode. And thank you guys for listening. I'm so thankful. And I can't wait to hear what conversations we're going to have with each other. So have a good night and let's grow together. Bitch, I'm nasty. Bitch, I'm nasty. Bitch, I'm, bitch, I'm nasty.